Hey guys, before we get into the episode, you all know I'm a huge fan of fashion and I have been ever since I was a little girl. And my first job, by the way, was actually at Macy's. And my love for fashion began when I started there because I worked in the fragrance department, but of course my eye was always on the clothes and the makeup and everything related to style. But here's the thing, my relationship with Macy's didn't end once my days of asking people walking by if they wanted a sample of the latest scents came to an end. Nearly 20 years later, I still find myself choosing Macy's time and time again for literally everything. It's become a really beautiful full circle moment that they've been such amazing supporters of our show for so long. And when it comes to shopping, they have everything you need, whether I need a last minute outfit or Kevin needs a last minute outfit for our friend's wedding. We always head to Macy's. They've got us covered. So if you're in need of some retail therapy, perhaps, or looking to spruce up your home or your lifestyle, check out Macy's friends. I've curated a list of some of my favorite items that have helped me upgrade so many parts of my life, really my fashion the most, but of course home and baby and so much more. So check the link in the description and happy shopping Hill Squad. I'm on a journey to get better in all areas of life, from wellness and mental health to career and relationships and so much more. I know getting better isn't easy, but it's a whole lot easier when you can do it together. Welcome to Better Together with me, Maria Menunos. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to Better Together. When you know better, you get better. That is our goal here every single day. If you're just joining us, every single day we are working on getting better and growing and learning getting healthier. So thank you for joining us. Our quote of the day, acknowledging the good that you already have in your life is the foundation for all abundance. Eckhart Tolle or Eckhart Tolle. I don't know how to say it. Yeah, someone tell us. Officially. <laughs> oh, so you were just guessing when you said it's no, Eckhart Tolle? I've, I've heard Tolle. I've okay. never heard Tolle. Okay. But you said you've heard Tolly, so I'm like, where's she heard Tolly? <laughs> okay, got it. Uh, what up, Hill Squad? Thanks for being with us yet again. Today, we're going to be talking about the impact of gratitude, how it can change your life. I know a lot of people are suffering right now. I was reading so many articles recently. One just recently that struck me about how parents are just so suffering and stressed you know, between COVID and having to be teachers and having your kids at home and then, you know, getting COVID, let's say, because most people have gotten COVID and then, okay, inflation and then rising gas prices. And it's just like so much is going on. And uh, we need tools in these moments to help us get through. And gratitude is definitely a tool that you can use. Um, I know it doesn't solve you know, the in-your-face problems. And I understand what that's like. And I've been there, we've been there as a family. But um, but I do believe that these tools and techniques are, um, are very helpful in coping. And the coping skills are really, really important in tough times, whether you're just diagnosed with something or... Um, or you've fallen on hard times or lost your job, I think coping skills and tools are very, very important. That's what we do here every single day. We're acquiring these tools and these these um, coping skills to help us. And that's why I loved what Pooja said the other day. Pooja, will you tell everybody, will you tell your friends again about the show? Oh, 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 that I love. Sorry, I'm going to pop my head in so people on YouTube can see. Uh, um, I just love how we're like, we're, we're getting all these skills that like I might have not necessarily like thought about having to learn at this age mm-hmm. um, and how it's helping me so much already. And like if they have a problem, I'm like, oh, 
we have a guest for that. Like one of my friends couldn't sleep and I sent the Dr. Lippman stuff and they're like, wow, like, like I did the electronic shutdown or whatever, like, which is, seems like an obvious thing. But like when you hear the actual science behind it and a professional speaking about it, you're like, okay, maybe I'll listen. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's been helping them so much. So it's just so cool that we have experts on all different areas. So if you have really any problem in any area of your life, there's an episode for you. So it's like cool that we can do preventative work as like 22 year olds. At 22 and 27, I tell Kelsey and Pooja every day, you guys Eight. are so 28. I keep forgetting you grew. You grew. I grew. I'm old now. <laughs> I'm going to keep saying 27, I'll which you'll be it. happy when I'll you're like it. in your 40s. Yeah, no, I'll take it. Um, but it is like, it is so amazing that you guys get this head start. First of all, we should all Truly. be taught this stuff younger anyway. But, um, but whatever it is, I mean, even, you know, Kelsey, you know, I'm, I'm working on boundaries and by proxy, you're working on boundaries <laughs> Truly. and learning how to, you know, practice on people sometimes like, you know, when you don't like confrontation, practicing in a safe spot where, you know, there's no real consequence, right? You're not going to get fired. You're not going to get, you know, murdered or whatever. Like <laughs> those are the people you practice on right. <laughs> practice, you know, standing tall and, and speaking up and whatever. So, you know, these are such important lessons at your age. You're going to be light years ahead of me, light years ahead of, you know, Kevin, um, so I, I get excited and it's like my experiment. I'm going to get to watch you guys grow and see how your lives go with all of this information. Yeah. I mean, I think it's so crazy. It really just, we always say it's a fast track and it really, like mm-hmm. it really is. Your cheat sheet for life. Truly though. That's what this is. Yeah. All of these, all of these terms, all of this like verbiage we use, like borrowing the benefits. I mean, mm-hmm. like you were just saying, yes, you you are paying for your therapy sessions yeah. about boundaries and I am borrowing the benefits yeah. and I'm so grateful. And I think it's just, it really is so amazing and it's so cool to as hard as sometimes it can be, mm-hmm. like when you're going through this growth period, which I'm going through right now where I'm like, ah, but mm-hmm. it's, it's that gratitude. It goes back to the gratitude because I, I'm like, wow, I'm so grateful that I am going through this now though, yeah. because I'm going to be light years ahead. So yeah. yeah. And the life hacks, you know, it's funny because even when was it yesterday we were talking about apartments. So here's Kelsey. She's trying to find a new place to live. And, um, I was pulling you aside with the intention and goal of showing you how and what it's going to take. So anybody out there who is trying to buy a house knows that houses get snatched up in in seconds. Like they haven't even hit the market or people are paying hundreds of thousands of dollars over asking just to get the house. And I know what it takes to win in life and win in anything you have to set yourself aside and make yourself so much more special than the rest or go above and beyond whatever it's going to be to make your application. I remember I did something really special in my college application too. Um, And so you always have to stand out. You can't just leave it to the judges. You can't just guess or hope or pray or whatever. I mean, hoping and praying is great too, but there's all these other things you can do to stack the odds in your favor. And I could tell you were like exhausted. First of all, I was exhausted communicating with you because we were not communicating properly. (laughs) We were not getting to the, we were not. (laughs) I just, yeah, I'm like, I shut down when I'm overwhelmed. So that's, and that's something that I like work on. It's like, I know every single message is like that you're, it's like, I know like your 
messages are like it. I'm like, I know Maria's right, but that's like one of my, I just like, I get overwhelmed and I'm like, and I like just shut down. So then I like, I have to process and then I'm like, and then I do everything you said. I'm like, no, she's right. She's right. She's right. She's, but it's funny. And what did I say you had to do? She said this like, well, I had been calling the place, but Maria was like, no, calling's not going to be enough. Like send them flowers or show up, like show them your spirit, your energy, like show them that you actually are like willing to fight for this, that you give a shoe over the next person who's going to apply because you never know. I mean, a lot of these places too, like couples are applying for them. So there's two of them. They're probably mm-hmm. older. They have better credit. They have this, that. So they have more income. Right. What I, well, this is right. what I said. I said, your application means absolutely nothing. You're just <laughs> a number, but you mean something when someone meets you, right. you will light them up. They will be excited to have you as a tenant, your beautiful spirit, like your mm-hmm. positive energy. So they need to see that they need to meet that. And then you need to bombard them so that there's, why would they give it to someone else when you just sent them flowers? Mm-hmm. Right. For $30, yeah. $40, just send them the flowers. Yeah. Whoever the decision maker is, you got to find out who the decision maker is and say, I love this place. Don't say obsessed because you're going to sound like, you know, I'm I'm obsessed. obsessed. (laughs) Like, I love this place. I see myself living here. I will take great care of the apartment. I will be a great tenant. I'm always early or on time with my payments. I can do anything. What what can I do to set myself up for success with this, you know, this you know, this apartment or whatever it is, and then just bombard them. That's how you win. It's a full court press. You cannot leave it to the judges or you will spend the next couple months just continuously checking apartments, putting bids in, putting bids in, then you're going to get exhausted and you're going to be miserable and then you're going to be in a worse place. So, and I'm glad you found a better one too. I know. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of funny how things work. Like, and now... I have two that I'm like, I would be happy if I got either of them. Mm-hmm. And I did. I sent the flowers. I You already did it? Oh, yeah. I politely bombarded her them yesterday. They're getting them today. I, Gabby and Dante, shout out. Hey. But <laughs> so they're getting that. But then the, I went and saw leather. And an, they're the decision makers. Correct. Great. Correct. Yeah. And so then I went and saw another one last night and actually spoke with the guy who is a the decision maker and he gave me the tour and I love him and I loved the place. You met him physically. Yes. Okay. Great. And we bonded and are great now besties. There you go. Yeah. So I'd be happy with both. And I know that's how you're going to get it. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. That's how you're going to get it. He was like not even showing anyone else. He was kind of like, okay, I have to go give my application tonight. And he was like, all right, if it's approved, like when do you want to move in? Because I'll take it off. So he was already, yeah. Anyways, very exciting things. So everyone, Heal Squad, I'm sharing this story for your benefits. You can borrow the benefits. Hey, Heal Squad and Better Together fam. It's been a tough year, but we hear from so many of you just how much our content is helping you heal and get better. And it makes us feel so good. Our team works so hard to deliver this life-changing content. And a lot of you guys ask, how can I have a bigger role in our Heal Squad community? Or how can I do my part to help Better Together continue to uplift even more people? First of all, thank you for that sentiment. And we're so grateful for this community. If you could help us by giving us a five-star rating and a comment on Apple Podcasts. That's amazing. Second, you could join the Better Together with Maria Menounos Instagram page. Third, you could share the show with a friend in need. And finally, for as little as $10 a month, 
please join our Patreon to get monthly live heal events with world-class healers, ad-free episodes of our show, and even weekly bonus episodes exclusive to Patreon. Getting better isn't easy, but it is a whole lot better when we can do it together. We love and appreciate and are so grateful for all of you. That's how you win, right? When someone writes a personal letter, it's hard when you have nothing to compare it to, right? Right. It's hard to say, well, why wouldn't I give it to this person? I remember when we were trying to get our first mortgage on our house, my credit was destroyed because my my parents weren't paying my college loans. Apparently, my cousin did such a great job filling out our student loans. So we thought my cousin was the smartest person we knew. Oh my gosh. And we let him <laughs> handle our forms. My parents were janitors. We, we should have actually gotten money from school. We got a little, but really I just got a lot of scholarships. And, um, and however he filled the forms, we had to pay like full tuition, which was $40,000 a year. It was crazy. Oh my God. And, um, and nobody knew, like I, we didn't even know what the heck was happening. My parents, I don't know how the hell they did what they did as it was. And so I started getting all these loans. I didn't know cause they were going to my house, not to my dorm. And we were defaulting on these loans. So my credit score was in the toilet. So I moved to LA I'm trying to buy a house and now I know I have zero credit, like my credit's shit. And so what did we do? We didn't leave it to the judges. Kevin wrote a letter to the bank and explained what happened. My parents have a language deficit and, you know, we didn't know and blah, blah, blah. And that letter got us our mortgage on our first house. Wow. So, and then from there we were able to build our credit. But if we hadn't written that, would we have gotten it? Nope. No, Mm-mm. because a personal letter will go a long way. Yeah. I could see myself, if I was selling my house, if I got a personal letter from you and you said, I don't have the full asking price, but I love this house. This house means so much to me, whatever. Some beautiful letter about you've fallen on hard times, whatever. What, if, you, if there's a good recipe in there, <laughs> And someone's giving me asking price and maybe you're giving me a little less. I'm going to give it to you because I want you to win. Mm -hmm. Most people are programmed to want to help the underdog. And so you have to think about things like that. So anyway. And shout out this, um, the landlord of this place, his name was Rocky. So my mom and I, the whole way home, we're like, it doesn't matter how hard. And my dad was like, how do you guys know that quote? I said, Maria says it all the time. You know how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. There you go. Um, so, um, yeah, I, I think, listen, you know, lessons are hard and having to work harder, which is really what I'm telling you to do sucks. (laughs) Yeah. You're like, shit, now I got to go find the decision maker. I got to go get the flout. But do you want to win? Winning's hard. Winning's hard. People don't just win. They're not just. Right. Getting lucky. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. You got to so, do the work. You got to do the work. Yeah. Um, so with that, it is, uh, it's a tough time out there. It is definitely getting a little kooky again because China just went into lockdown with another wave of COVID. Cute. That was a bit of a kick to my gut this week because I was like, yay, we're finally done. Mask mandates are over. Life is going to get back <laughs> to normal. We may have heard immunity now. Like all is great. And then you hear that, but hopefully, and I don't know, maybe they never had their Omicron 
wave. Maybe this time it went from us to them rather than that way to us. Because usually whatever goes on over on that side of the world, even like Italy is where it started, it comes this way. And when they had their second wave, we had a second wave. So maybe this time it went the opposite way. Little Poogie, do you have some info for us? It seems like it's Omicron that like is hitting them now. Yeah, but maybe they never had it before and this is their first. Right. This is like their hit. It is? They never had it before? No, no, no. I'm saying maybe that's what it is. Okay. Yeah. We don't have confirmation on that. Hopefully that's what it is. Yeah. Um, But back to what I was saying, like these articles, you know, people are, are definitely breaking and, and it really was hitting me hard yesterday for people making me really sad. So that's why I think, uh, barring having one expert on the show today, which we have so many and we have so many um, in the archives. I think if we talk about gratitude, it's a great, um, a great reminder of how we can reset ourselves because at the end of the day, your set point has to be good. You have to be in a good alignment so that you can go out and be your best for yourself, for your family, for the people around you and for what you want to do in your life and work wise. So, I think that um, also tough times can make us better, right? You know, there's always um, there's always things that I just feel like all of these things happen for reasons, right? Like maybe we're supposed to downsize, regroup, clean up. Um, again, it's never happy when it's happening to you, um, but you have to see why this could be happening for you, not to you. That's another great tool in your toolbox that takes you out of victim status and out of why me mode and thinking, well, why me? What, what do I need to change? Is there a pivot that I'm supposed to be making in my life that I was too scared to make that now God is forcing on me? Um, are we supposed to acquire more coping skills? And this is the little test to help us so that we start to acquire them so that the rest of our life moves smoother because now we've got that under our belt. Mm. Um, I, I'll tell you, I was doing um, my gratitude list last night and uh, also this morning with Vincenza and Max. She's a little kamikaze, that little bitch. She's like, she's got her mouth wide open because she just wants to bite him like like a snake. So she she bit his Winnie. jowl and was ripping his jowl. Oh my god! <laughs> and he's so gentle and just the sweetest thing in the world. And I'm like, Winchenza, and she looks at me, and I'm like, no. And she's just looking at me, and I can't help it. I love her so much. I start like, I'm going to be a terrible parent. Um, <laughs> but um, but I was doing my grateful list, and there was something I I was meditating on yesterday that, um, oh, it was like, uh, in this meditation with the Joe Dispenza thing that I'm doing, the formula, he talks about kind of forming your new self and the new life that you want. So the goal is you need to envision the things happening before they're actually happening so that, and I don't know all the technical terms officially yet, cause he spent all his life studying this so he can spit it out perfectly. I'm still learning, but basically there's a lot of chemistry changes in your body because, the the brain and the body don't know the difference between kind of real and and um and fake in a sense right so if i believe that i just want a million dollars and i'm acting like i want a million dollars and i'm so excited i'm crying and i'm rolling around like a pig and shit i'm so happy 
that actually creates a chemistry in your body. Your brain actually thinks it won a million dollars, right? And so those endorphins are released. And so part of like that whole manifestation stuff and the the manifesting is you have to act and believe that it already happened for it to come. And so I was stepping into my new self in this meditation and I was thinking about the new behaviors that this new person, this new Maria, this new life was going to be bringing me. And it was um, being able to set and protect my boundaries in a kind way, because as you're learning, you know, you're so on shaky ground that like you'll maybe not be as kind because it's so hard for you to do it. And you'll be like, ah, asshole. And I don't want to be like that, but I, I'm, I'm giving myself the grace to know that as I'm learning to do this, there might be some rocky moments. Um, it's that I always say it's like a pendulum swing. Sometimes you're going to go a little to the other side to kind of come back. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause we're way over here. Right. We got to get over there. Right. So really we got to get it over to here. So, um, and then there was another one that I was, uh, it was, it was the boundaries and it was, um, what's the other one we're working on boundaries. I just totally blanked. When you're on the go 24 seven, like me guys, finding ways to make life easier is so important for my health and sanity. (laughs) And that's exactly what my friends at Macy's do for me from working there as a teenager to now going to them for so many of my daily essentials. It's been my go-to for so many years and having everything in one place is such a time saver for me with being a first time mom for a while now, as you know, I've had plenty of those and being able to rely on them for all the things has been amazing. Plus having everything in one place has made being a new mom just a little bit easier for me. So I know we're all focusing on our families, our health, hopefully our jobs and everything in between, but it's time to make your life a little easier. And to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there. This little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're going to love it. You know, boundaries has been your big one, right? Recently. Oh, and, and, and worth, right? And, mm. and, and owning, knowing your value, knowing your value and knowing that you deserve it and it's okay. Um, and all of that, I think, and I, I don't remember exactly, there's a better way to explain it, but I'm kind of formulating that new life and that new person and, and just, oh, it's also kind of the, um, and it goes to one of the heel squatters questions in here, um, you know, the, the fear of, was I okay at that thing? Was I too much? Was I too big? Right? Like sometimes like I did something recently, I'm like, wait, was I too big? I'll ask myself questions after. Was I too big? Was I too much? And it's like, no. And so I was like, you're enough. And you were being you and that's great. And it's okay. Whatever it was, it was, and it is, and it's you, and it's all good, rather than picking apart every little thing. So I had like that growth moment yesterday where I was talking to myself. I'm like, no, you were great. All good. Nothing to worry about, mm. right? Because you can go back and you can start to kind of pick things apart, yeah. pick apart a performance, pick apart a show, pick apart a conversation, um, and think, what can I be negative about? 
without thinking it about it like that. And I think it's so innate in us too. Sometimes like, I don't even, you said this to me the other day, like sometimes I don't even realize that I'm talking so negatively to myself or questioning everything Mm -hmm. until someone calls it out. And then it's like, Oh God. Yeah. I do that all the time. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's retraining and like, you know, training those habits, those patterns, those, all those things. It's like, like you said, no, you're fine. And then move on. Yeah. And not going back and questioning it again, again and again and again. But yeah, it's hard. The self-worth and value thing is, that's a hard one. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I think also you have to know that there are different seasons in your life. There are going to be the fun seasons, the not so fun seasons, the really tough seasons. And I'm also coming to terms with that we've had this season in our lives these last five years with my mom. And even though they were hard, there were so many lessons, so much growth, um, so many pivots, so many things that maybe wouldn't have happened, for sure wouldn't have happened if we weren't forced. And, you know, even throughout all of these journeys, as tough as they were, I always tried to think, how is this happening for me, not to me? How is this, you know, and, and by the way, it was really, really hard. Really, really hard. Um, but, you know, there's there's lessons in growth in all of it. And now on the other side, I'm so grateful for it. I was just trying to explain that to another friend whose mom is suffering with ALS. And she's like, how do you carry hope? And I said, well, hope is all we have. And it makes the journey easier. So for me, and I talked about this in a social post recently, I was like experimenting with my mom in those last six months when we found out the tumor had quadrupled in size. It was not looking good. Um, It looked to the doctors like this was, you know, the final stages. And uh, I, as you know, Kelsey was like, no, my mom's going to be a miracle. While simultaneously holding space for, I don't know when her, her time is up. I don't know when God wants to take her. I don't know anything but I'm going to carry hope because she's been a miracle all this time that another miracle could happen or the miracle could continue right till the last breath. I was like, I'm not going to know until I know, no. And my biggest fear through that time was, well, if I'm carrying so much hope, am I going to be so let down later? Am I going to be just truly on the floor devastated, you know, and, and, you know, just shattered. And, I wasn't. I think that carrying hope and being grateful for the journey, being grateful for every little thing throughout that journey um, that we were able to be together, grateful that I was able to take care of her, grateful that we were able to come up with solutions to different things along the way. Um, Whatever it was, I found the things to be grateful for in those last few months of my mom's life. And it made it so much easier easier than it would have been if we hadn't, if we were just sitting around crying and devastated or, you know, all of those things. Um, and so, and then again, I know that I learned so many things in that period that I now carry and help other people with. So you become an example, you become a leader, you become somebody that can now carry those lessons on for others. There's so much to be grateful for even within that journey, Um, and then, you know, 
being able to give someone um, the most beautiful exit. I think another patient that I'm coaching through this is mom is passing of the same thing my mom has or had. And I said, okay, you can feel really helpless in these last moments because there's nothing you can really do, but there is stuff you can do. So I'm like, make her room like a spa have some spa, her favorite music or spa music on, light some really nice candles that she likes, you know, um, surround her with memories and stories and you still have a job, you still can do stuff. Um, Because I remember for me not being able to throw those Hail Marys and figure out those solutions to, you know, kick her out of this situation or kick out is like a wrestling term, right? So like, all right, mom, we're going to kick out of this tumors back. All right, we're going to do this, this, and this. And then we'd get the reward like, yay, it's shrinking. And we'd kick out. But there wasn't a lot of, you know, stuff we could do at that point. So there was like, okay, I'll just go to daughter status. Well, that's kind of a tough one because now you're just really facing it. And you don't know what you're facing necessarily, like I said, until it happens. So um, you can still have purpose and you can still have stuff to do. But I know that being grateful throughout and... um And having that mindset was really, really important. And I did not get let down because, yes, I was super sad when my mom passed and there was some, continue to be some very challenging moments and very, you know, sad moments. Um, I know that that was the best way to go about it. So I used myself as a guinea pig. I remember journaling and telling Kevin and even you, like, I don't know if I'm setting myself up for the worst fall Um, but I didn't. And it's all going to happen. We're all going to go somewhere. We're not going to be here forever. And our time here is so short and it's filled with so many highs and lows. You have to know there are going to be lows. You can't just think, oh my God, can you believe this is happening? One of the things I've been noticing in the last like week is so many young people passing from illnesses. And I mean, obviously we have some journalists that have lost their lives in Ukraine, which, you know, journalists are, you know, not supposed to be targets or anything. So it's just, it's so sad what's happening out there, but I have been seeing a lot of young people passing of different ailments and it's really, really sad or by suicide. So, um, it's, it's, it's a sad time out there, um, for a lot of people, but, um, we don't know what our story is going to be. We just know how we're going to navigate it or, or just know that you have choices on how you're going to navigate it. And I made that choice to, um, carry hope, be grateful and, and find those moments to laugh and, um, you know, joke about it. We always say comedy must rule. So even in our saddest moments, our worst moments, we have to like joke about it. We have to make fun of it. Um, and, and gratitude. I mean, there's studies there's, um, I know Kelsey has a study here from Harvard medical school. Wonder why you picked them, Kelsey. Harvard. Uh, so two psychologists, Dr. Robert A. Emmons of the university of California, Davis and Dr. Michael E. McCullough of the university of Miami have done much of the research on gratitude in one study. So what does this have to do with the Harvard study? These guys aren't from Harvard. It was a Harvard medical article. They were the ones who like published it. Okay. Got it. Um, so they asked all participants to write a few sentences 
sentences, <laughs> sentences, sentences a week focusing on particular topics. So participants were divided into three groups. One wrote down weekly occurrences they were grateful for. One wrote daily things that irritated them. And one wrote down events that impacted them. No emphasis on positive or negative. So after 10 weeks, the gratitude group reported that they felt the most optimistic. And I believe that. I know ever since I implemented my morning gratitude list with Winnie and Max, my shepherd and my poodle, (laughs) um, it's, I look forward to doing it every day. So I get ready and then I go back to the bed where Winnie is and I'm like, Winnie, are you ready to do your grateful list? Are you ready to tell God what we're grateful for? And she gets all excited and her little tail wags and she comes to the edge of the bed and then Max comes to the edge of the bed, but he's off the bed. Now he puts his <laughs> paws on the bed and the two of us or the three of us start to tell God what we're grateful for. And we go through everything like bringing us together and our health and um, our family and our squad and squad our goals. our queens, our aunties, <laughs> our uncles, everybody who um, loves us and helps us. And then, you know, as the grateful list goes on, Winnie starts to attack Max and Max starts to swat her. And it's really funny, but it does set me up for the day. And I get my laughs in because they're hilarious and I end my night like that too. And I, I go through every little thing. And if you start from the first, if you're a timeline in your grateful list at night, you start at the, in the very beginning in the morning and you start to think of everything that happened throughout the day. You always forget so many nuggets throughout the day because you're just focusing on one negative thing that happened. And so when I go to bed, I'm like, God, that was a really great day. Thank you, God. And I go through everything. And so to clarify, Maria, the mm-hmm. morning you do like overarching, Generic. we're grateful for. Yes. Nighttime is like your day yep. recap. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. And you physically write it. No, 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 no. I say, say it. I say it. Got yeah. it. I, I have my that. little shrine. I have my, um, my mom in my bedroom growing up. I had this little um, like uh, church house icon thing. I don't know how to explain it. It's like imagine like a mini little house Cute. and the icons are inside. So okay, it's like okay, a little okay. church. So I have it on my mantle in my bedroom with my icons and I say my prayers. And when I'm done with my prayers, I go through my grateful list mm, and uh, yeah. And so it's really helpful. And if I don't do it, I see a difference. So after 10 weeks, the gratitude group reported they felt most optimistic. So Dr. Martin E. P. Seligman, a psychologist at the University of Pennsylvania, tested the impact of various positive psychology interventions on 411 people. Each compared with a control assignment of writing about early memories When their week's assignment was to write and personally deliver a letter of gratitude to someone who had never been properly thanked for his or her kindness, participants immediately exhibited a huge increase in happiness scores. This impact was greater than that from any other intervention with benefits lasting for a month. Isn't that cool? I love that. So I um, I like to do that. I like to go back and thank somebody who thinks I might've forgotten them. And so actually I've had on my list, um, my friend Derek, who I worked with at channel one. He's the one who got me my first agent because it was his agent. He's like, let me connect you. And I always think that, you know, people always have so much more power to help you than they offer. Right. 
So I'm pulling you aside every single day and I'm giving you so much of my time and you appreciate it and you are grateful, but people don't do that, right? They have all the lessons, they have all the knowledge, but they don't share their time because they're so busy and then they just go into their hole. But when you give, you feel so much better. And that's what this, this is um, a little bit. And it's also just being grateful. You know, those handwritten notes, thank you for whatever it is you gave me, whether it's knowledge or physical materials. Um, being grateful is, is, uh, is for you as well. Just like acts of service, you know, when you're, when you're volunteering is it's for you too. For a minute on RGF, Kevin and I were testing each other. We were each other's accountability partners for random texts of kindness that we would go back and text. Like he would randomly text his mom. Hey mom, remember when I was whatever, 10, thank you for that. I never Mm -hmm. thanked you. And we need to get back on it because our responses like And we always would do it with people who made us like slightly uncomfortable. Like I remember I texted, I had like texted an ex who was like amazing. And I was like, I'm going to throw up doing this. And he was so like grateful that I texted him. So anyways, we would do that. And I think that it's so important to do that. And like you're saying, Maria, it's like, thank those people that don't often get thanked or that maybe helped you and you didn't thank them in the moment or... It just really makes a difference. And it made us feel better. And thanking them again. And thanking them but again. But I love random texts of things. So fun. I do it. Um, I do it to people and I catch them so off guard. Like um, yes. a friend of mine, um, we were dealing with this one loan thing and we it got caught off guard and it was expired. We had to pay the whole loan and whatever. And I was like, just so wigged out. And he was like, I was going to handle it for you. I would have just loaned you the money. It would have been fine. And I'm like, What? And so I thought about it. Now it's been a long time. And so I wrote back and I said, hey, I just want to say thank you again. That really meant a lot. I always cry. Anytime someone wants to do something nice, I like, I can't, I can't even think about it without tearing up. All right, friends, let's talk about something we all do. Snack. Trust me, I've definitely overindulged in the past. But as you know, I am focused on my health these days. And I think I found the healthier snack that you don't have to lose out on the flavor. And it's definitely become my go-to. It first came into the house because of Kevin. He was obsessed with wonderful pistachios. And then I got addicted. And now it's in my travel bag. I don't leave home without it. It's in our glove compartments because they don't melt. Right now, my favorite flavor is the sweet chili flavor. It feels like some of the naughtier kind of snacks I used to use where I used to lick my fingers after. Now I lick them and I feel safer. Um, Plus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. That's crazy, guys. So if you're looking for the perfect snack, trust me and head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com to snag a bag of Wonderful Pistachios. You're going to love them. I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's frizzy Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. What do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished, I don't even need to do anything else. It 
is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with way. Go to the way T H E O U A I.com and enter the promo code heel squad for 15% off any product. That's the way T H E O U A I.com promo code heel squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. And Speaking of being grateful, I am also very grateful for Macy's being on board as a sponsor of the show, as a partner of the show. Um, It has been uh, really, really fun to work with them. And, you know, I worked with them for a very long time anyway, since my fragrance spritzing days. But I will tell you, um, my curated list of items from Macy's is at macy's.com backslash better together. If you go there, I have populated the page with uh, clothing and fashion for all ages um, and even dog toys that I love. And, you know, because if you're going to someone's house and you want to bring them something, you can bring them a bottle of wine or whatever. If they have dogs, bring them a dog toy. Oh, I love that. People love when you acknowledge their dog because it's their baby. For most people, I mean, you're going to know the people who just have kind of like the dog as part of their white picket fence life (laughs) and the people like us who are crazy. And when you bring us like the rosé all day toy, I'm going to be like, oh, my God, that's the cutest thing ever. Thank you. So there are all kinds of things and there's stuff for spring because I'm very excited about spring. Um, I'm I'm getting the yellow rug. You have to. For my bathroom. It's going to be the cutest thing ever. It's going to be so cute. Um, I wanted to get you guys one for the office oh. to warm it up in there a bit, but it'll get filthy. It will get filthy. And we can barely sweep in there, queens. Well, I don't know where we would put it either, <laughs> like a little rug behind us, but I like that idea. I, I wanted to, but I just don't want you guys living in filth. And I already have to go in there and help you guys clean off your desks and make sure that you guys have a clean environment and help you along. No, you're not Jeff Graham status, but (laughs) you guys are just, your heads are down. And I'm like, guys, this is going to overwhelm you. That is another lesson that I try to teach the Queens True, is that a mess will make you feel like a mess right? If your car is messy, you will be messy in your brain. If your foundation is a mess, you will not do your best work. Yep. I know that there are people out there that will fight me on this. And one person did, and I I just don't agree because I've never seen a work. Any successful person I've ever seen lives a minimalist life Okay, they might have a lot of stuff, but like everything is minimal. They don't have a lot of decor. They don't have a lot of stuff. Stuff's put away. The more stuff, the more stuff. The more you got to be cleaning, the more you got to be maintaining, the more you got to like worry about. And so anyhow, a good, I love a nice organized work environment. So when they're not doing it, I come in and do it. (laughs) And Kelsey starts to get stressed. And I'm like, this is for your own good. This is part of the lessons, Kelsey. You will thank me later. And every time I tell you that you always have to, you come around and you see, I do. Um, but, um, but I think, uh, I think also, by the way, on, um, Macy's.com backslash better together, I'm going to load up another item that I found. So, I am obsessed with this brand that I did discover on Macy's.com and it's called Lioness. And you've heard me, if you've listened to the Mm -hmm. show before, you've heard me talk about this brand before. I found this brand. They're from Australia. They have the coolest clothes and they are not pricey for what they are. And I found these amazing cargo pants. Hold up. I already bought two pair. Oh, wait, put them on And you are not allowed to buy the same ones. Okay, you can buy these ones. You can buy these green ones. So I'm going to send it to you right now so you can see. Yeah, I want them. Because I really want a Carhartt pair. And Well, these look like Carhartt. They're 
Miami Vice cotton carpenter pans. They're $99 on Macy's. They're so cute. I just texted them to Kelsey. We're going to put them up on my curated list. There's also coffee makers and all kinds of other things. We have um, black-owned businesses on there, these beautiful jewelry pieces, um, candles, and all that. And I'm going to keep updating it. And you guys can tell us what you're looking for. This way I can have a little bit of direction when I'm on there. Um, But these pants are everything. They're really cute. Right? Really cute. I feel like Pooja's going to want them now, too. We're all going to get them. We're all oh, going to be matching. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm getting them tonight. <laughs> Pooja, Pooja. How cute does, are they? She will do There's, that. I, that. I love cargo pants. Look and it. they're all so expensive. I, like, can't buy them. But these aren't crazy. Like, no. And they'll last a long time. These will last a long time. Oh, my God. They're so cute. And they're, like, kind of timeless. So, yeah, um, do you guys matching. know that stylist, Maeve? Yeah, she styled Haley and Megan. Haley Bieber mm-hmm. and Megan Fox. Fox, thank you for everyone's sake. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah, Haley and Megan. Haley and Megan. Our BFF. Haley and Megan. My girlfriends. Yeah. Uh, so I saw her recently posting in Linus. So she must have some deal with them. Ah. Um, and I was like, oh, I found them first at Macy's.com. <laughs> hey. So, uh, friends, if you go there, you support us. Anything that you need to buy in household or fashion or anything, um, if you use our link, Macy's.com backslash better together, anything you search from there and purchase actually helps us in the show. So, Thank you in advance for that. And uh, and hopefully you like some of these picks. There's some really cool stuff on there. So really And I have a lot stuff. of fun picking everything. Usually these are the things that are arduous for people, but I love fashion. And I love, um, I love picking things that I think are cool and curating stuff. So it's right up my alley. Well, I'm excited for you to help me decorate my new place with Macy's.com. I am excited as well. It's going to be great. Yeah, it is going to be great. So, um, and speaking of gratitude, I was like, oh, what a great transition because we are very grateful um, to Macy's for their partnership on the show. And we have a lot of fun stuff we're going to be doing upcoming with them, which is great. Uh, One more research study for you all. So UC Berkeley Research, approximately 300 students studied, all of whom were seeking mental health care in college. Three groups, one wrote down all of their emotions and one wrote gratitude letters to important people in their lives every week. Third, just went to counseling and didn't write. So you got one that wrote their emotions, another that wrote gratitude letters to important people of their lives every week, and the third just went to counseling and didn't write. The gratitude group who wrote the important letters, the letters to important people in their lives came out the happiest. So I think, friends, um, everyone's in... <clears throat> everyone's got something. I always say everyone's got shit. You don't know what their shit is most of the time because everyone's just trying to doggy paddle and keep afloat in life, right? We're all so busy. We're doing our things, whatever it is. Um, no one is just floating through life having it perfect. And if you think they are, you just don't know what it is because they're hiding it. So these are really great tools and techniques for you to employ no matter what's going on in life gratitude will help you get out of it there are three research studies we just showed that um that help and listen it's not a cure but i know it's a mentality and once that mentality is something that you create as a routine in your life um then you're setting a different attraction point and then things will get better 
if it's, if it's kept up, right? So I do my morning gratitude. I do my night gratitude, no matter how tired I am. Kevin gets annoyed sometimes because he like wants to get to viewing or whatever. And I'm like, no, I have to go do my prayers. I got to do my gratitude list. And it's non-negotiable for you. It's a non-negotiable. Yeah. And I think it really has helped me. Um, I know it's really helped me through everything. Can you, can I ask a quick question about, will you tell us about attraction point? Like, what does that necessarily mean when you, like, I know what it means, but I would love you to elaborate on it. Oh, Oh. (laughs) my alarm. I have to change this today because it's really embarrassing me now (laughs) and it gives me anxiety. It's funny though. So it's my Missy Elliott song, but it sounds like a porno when it starts. So (laughs) that Who's put on my list today that change has to change. <laughs> um, so what I think about when I think about attraction point is that we're a magnet for everything. So just imagine yourself as a, as a giant magnet. What you put out, you will attract right back. So for me, I love looking at it like that, because I think about every day, how can I attract the things that I want? How can I attract the energy I want, the people that I want around me, the life that I want? And so as, I don't know when Deepak Chopra runs, when is that? End of the month. End of the month. You guys Mm -hmm. will hear my Deepak Chopra interview. And it's, he talks a little bit about it as well, but you know, we are, we have a lot of uh, influence over our own lives and choices and beliefs, our thoughts. You have to become aware of the things you're thinking. And ever since we talked to him, I'm really focusing on awareness of my thoughts. So, you know, I woke up a little worried about some blood test results that I had. And I was like, oh, and I was like, well, why am I worried? I'm doing my meditations. I'm going to this healing event There are people who have been healed of brain tumors at these meditation events, I found out as well. As a first-time mom with a baby, I'm always on the go, whether it's running errands, getting my coffee, going to doctor's appointments, or just spending quality time with little Athena. And that's why I rely on wonderful pistachios to keep me fueled and ready for anything, no matter where I am. Kevin even keeps a bag stashed in the nursery. you know, for the nighttime hunger moments. Wonderful pistachios comes in a variety of flavors and sizes, making them the perfect snack to have literally any time, whether I'm enjoying them during a quick break in between taping this show or I'm on the go and it's in the diaper bag. I do carry it in my travel bag and they're in my car. At this point, when I'm leaving the house, I think keys, wallet, wonderful pistachios. <laughs> Bonus, wonderful pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So on top of all that, they keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Minus the sweet chili. And so I'm like, I'm going to be fine. And so I was able to put that out of my, out of my head. I'm like, okay, I, I think I know what it is. And regardless, I'm working every single day towards my healing. So it's not like I've neglected myself. It's not like I've done anything wrong. So I kind of like move that around. Um, If I'm in the shower and my mind floats to something else, then I'm trying to be very aware of where my thoughts are going so that I can catch them. And be like, is this real? No. Okay, release. Is this real? No, release. Um, what do I want to attract? Then I start to do more of that. So maybe I'll start singing. I'll change, you know, my energy. I'll play with Winnie and I'll 
be all happy because I want to be happy. So it's, it's about, for me, this is just how I approach it. I'm not a scientist and I'm not, you know, a guru or anything, but I always think about it as a magnet and what you put out is what you're going to get back. And, um, and sometimes it's hard to, to buy into because you're like, well, I'm nice. Why is this horrible stuff happening to me? But maybe you're having some thoughts that you're not aware of that you need to check. I love that. I think that's very helpful. Thank you. You're welcome, queen. Thank you. Um, so yeah. So you're a magnet. You're a magnet. Put good stuff out, get good stuff back. And New buy model. those Linus cargo pants. <laughs> oh, I am. I really want to. <laughs> so you bought them in how many colors? <laughs> <laughs> we'll discuss color choices cool. after in cool, terms cool, of cool. what you're allowed to have and what days you guys are allowed to wear them. Because <laughs> uh, I'm yeah. thinking like, I just want like a black, you know, just a casual. Okay. You can get with... black. Cool. Yeah. Cool. cool. I'm going bright. Yeah, I love that. I mean, they're all so cute. Well, I'm putting my outfits together for WrestleMania right now. So mm, by the way, so I couldn't fun. sleep. Talk about what um, Pusha said this morning earlier about Dr. Lippman and the digital stuff. I, before I went to bed last night, got sucked into online shopping, which is how I, of course, got to my Which is rare Linus for you, purchase. I feel like. Well, when I have to start thinking about outfits for events... That's when I do it. So I was like, okay, I gotta, I gotta pull some stuff together for WrestleMania. What do I want? I want to be comfy, but definitely cute. And so I'm like, I'm hoping to wear some flats that are cool. So I don't have to be uncomfortable. WrestleMania is a very long weekend of a lot of events. And so I was, you know, snapshotting, buying, doing all this stuff. And then I realized I can't sleep now. I laid on Kevin's shoulder and I'm like, I can't sleep. My eyes were wide open. So I started counting sheep. Oh my God. <laughs> I downloaded the Calm app oh, because Dimitri told me about his Calm app. $60 a year. Hello. I love it. I think how that- many more apps do I need? I have Spotify. <laughs> I have. Okay. But here's the thing with the Calm app. Every single morning I listen to Jay Shetty's seven minute thing on the like meditation on the, I think it's well worth the money. 60 bucks a year for okay. like, and you get. I listen to the white noise at night okay. and do the meditations every single morning. Well, Dimitri told me that he, so my friend Dimitri wakes up in the middle of the night, sometimes twice a night to eat. Stop it. And ice cream. No, he doesn't. Where, oh, you full on cooks meals in the middle of the night. Like sleepwalking or He's awake? the strangest human I've ever come across. I don't know who wakes up and has, I could be a wide awake for hours and I'm not getting my lazy ass out of bed to go make something in a frying pan. No. Anyhow. He told me that he downloaded the Calm app and he listened to Rain. Yeah. And it was the first time he slept through the whole night and didn't cook for himself. Wow. And didn't eat. And so that's what made me think of it. And I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. But then I got sticker shock and I was like, I put on a little alarm to cancel it if I don't like it <laughs> for Friday. Oh so I'm God. like, I have so many apps. I'm so annoyed. Yeah. I, lo- I do love it. I highly recommend actually. Yeah. And you can listen to Harry Styles and Matthew McConaughey read you a bedtime story. Wait, they offered me Matthew McConaughey straight off the bat. Yeah, they And do. I was afraid that I would want to pay attention too much and that I wouldn't sleep. So then I moved over to, to, the, to the rain. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Matthew's voice is not very like sleep calming. Oh my it's, God, it sounded so calming. To me, it was like I was watching him act. I don't know. I could really? fall asleep to it. Versus Harry, I was like... Harry Styles. Yeah. Oh my lord. But but you know, Pooj, um, that's a really great episode to remind people to listen to. We'll put that in the summary of this. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, 
In fact, let's put in any other episodes that are good for tools to kind of get through these tough times mm. in there. Uh, but yeah, I, I could not sleep. I, but I did have some pockets and I had the craziest dreams. Do you guys ever have moments where you like periods of life where you have very vivid dreams yep. and then none? Oh yeah. I'm in that period right now. I'm I having the craziest vivid dreams. I think we're on the same dreamscape because me too. I scary have, ones. Oh, mine aren't, mine aren't scary. I keep dreaming about animals. And so I keep um, going to Allison Charles, who we had on the animal show, book. her animal power book. I literally dreamt about two cheetahs last night that were like my best friends. I need to look up. I literally woke up like, oh, you have to look up what a cheetah means. It was the weirdest thing. What does the cheetah mean? I don't know. I haven't looked at oh. So, mm-hmm. but like vivid, vivid. So yeah. Gears are scary though. I had a scary one. Mm. Well, I had a couple of scary ones. Me and my brother were fighting. Oh. <laughs> he torments my dreams. Oh. Um, <laughs> those are called nightmares, friends. Anyway. Um, so <laughs> I woke up. I'm like, Kevin, will you sit on my chest, please? Because I can't. This was too too torturous. But then I had a dream. I met my babies. And so I saw, Whoa. A, a, I think it was a boy because I called him my son and he was so beautiful and he was a little baby in bed and he was laughing and I'm like, I love you. And I kept kissing him and kissing him and I'm like, I love you. And it was unbelievable. And then there was another one that came and Joe, my friend Joe somehow swaddled the new one with the other one. And I was getting my makeup done for something. And I said, Oh, he's, he's going to suffocate or, or she or whatever is going to suffocate. Like it's too swaddled. And they took the babies away. And then when they brought back the, the one I was kissing was like flat on his back and I was kissing him. And then there's the other one, but it was just all covered in blankets. So I was trying to unravel and I was unraveling and unraveling. And I was scared to see what I was going to see, but I saw breath like I saw it was alive but I never saw the face or the body Ooh, it was really creepy Ooh, do you want me to creepy. dream interpret for you no I'm horrified no by no it. I don't I don't think it's that bad I think that it's just all of your subconscious like fears of becoming a mom as you guys move further into this like surrogacy journey and like things are starting to come closer to reality you know it's like I think you're like just questioning things and that's your subconscious coming out in dreams I don't know. I don't think that... I'm not questioning anymore. I'm excited. That's why, like, when I saw him, I think it was, like, a whole new experience for me. Hmm. But it was just making me wonder what was going on over there. That's weird. That's scary. It was kind of scary. Well, I do know Jessica Lanyadu, who also has been on the show, said that there's something going on in transit, and there's also a new Leo moon this week. Oftentimes, um, it's we have more vivid dreams and we don't sleep as well during new moons. Oh, so there you go. Perhaps that's what it is. Yeah. I think it's the new moon. It's the new moon. Because I don't remember having these vivid dreams in a long time. Mm. I haven't had them, but I'm really glad that you just reminded me of Dr. Lippman's digital. um, What'd you call it? Pooch. They called it like the detox, right? Yeah. Digital shutdown. I think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because when I was in a good flow, we would watch TV, maybe in the kitchen on the recliners. They never left from Christmas. Um, <laughs> we never moved the kitchen back to normal. And so we would watch and then I'd come upstairs, I'd wash my face, get ready for bed. And I would just go to bed. And I was like going to bed at like eight o'clock early. Ooh. And it was really such a great little moment pocket in time. And then we shifted out of that. 
And so I have to go back to my digital detox before I go to bed because that is definitely why I was not really able to get good sleep last night. I'm the same. His other tip that I really love that I do sometimes is um, listening to reggae. He said that for some reason, like the the beat is like so it's like a calming sort of. yeah. Yeah. So if you can't fall asleep yet and you're still like a little wired, but trying to wind down, don't look at your phone, but like put on some reggae and dim the lights and like start kind of getting in the bedtime Mm. spirit. That's the thing with the phone is it does everything. I know. And so you have to keep going to it, which is so frustrating. Yeah. But I'm starting to like, like on Sunday, I was like, I'm not using this thing. And I just kind of set it aside. And I I was like, no, I'm done with it. Yeah. I can't do it today. That's good. I try and do that once a week. Mm -hmm. It's hard, but I try. But it is true because everything's on there. My Spotify is on there. Everything's on there. Your maps, your everything. Everything. And anytime I set it aside and I charge it far away from me and I'm sitting in the recliner, cozy with my electric blanket and my poodle, that's when I need it. And I get very frustrated because then I have to get up and go do it. Go get it. And I don't want to. No, it's the worst. (laughs) The worst. Anyhow. All right, friends. Um... I hope this was helpful for you. Um, MariaMenunos.com. If you haven't visited, our site is up. It's beautiful. Thanks to Forward Female and um, and the Queens, of course, and Queen Kevin, of course. Um, we have our shop page that is under construction. We are revising it so it's easier to shop there. Uh, all of my favorites are there and you can shop it. I just have found some things that we could do better. So we're working on it because every day we're getting better at everything. And so we are in process of that. But the cliff notes to every episode are there. And so if you want the aha takeaway moments of every episode, go to mariamanunos.com and check out the life hacks uh, button. That's where all these blogs are. In the meantime... Be nice people, make good choices, and be present. Hey, Heal Squad. We have been on quite the journey together, and we're hearing from so many of you just how much this show is helping you heal and get better, and it makes us feel so good. We love, love, love it, and we just ask that you don't keep it to yourself. Spread the message and share the show or your favorite episode with your friends. And if you want to help us even more, you can leave us a five-star rating and a comment on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and follow us on Instagram at Heal Squad. You can also DM us anytime because we love connecting with you. And finally, you can also join us on Patreon for our monthly live heal events with world-class healers and ad-free episodes exclusive only to Patreon and our Super Heal Squad for as little as $10 a month. So go to patreon.com backslash heel squad to join. Getting better isn't easy, friends, but as I say all the time, it's a whole lot easier if we can do it together. We love you all so much, and we love doing this thing called life with you.